So today I've got this clip of Charlie Kirk, and he's describing a situation that is just pure fabrication, and the whole sum of it is how prosecuting the January 6th insurrectionists, that whole process becomes policy, where they're coming after you. They're going to be knocking on your door. The FBI, you know, if you put a text out there or some social media post about Donald Trump, they're coming for you. And I've always wondered exactly how does somebody like Charlie Kirk, and it goes on and on. There's others like him out there, even Tucker Carlson, for example. The way that these people make their money is they set themselves up as these great conservative sages where to understand what's going on in the world and in the nation, you have to listen to them because they take, they take these little pieces and then they kind of warp the truth they stretch it they transform the truth and the reality that is the truth into something that's so far-fetched that only their people evidently believe it the people that listen to them so they are the sages that disseminate the reality that warped version of reality that you wouldn't otherwise know about unless you listen to them. And this is a classic example of that, how they warp the truth, how they, they are so disingenuous about what's going on. And I don't even know how these people wake up every day knowing that they're going to have to sit there and lie to people to make their bread and butter, to pay their monthly nut. They've got to sit there and lie every single day and then call themselves Christians. And I take great pride in the fact that as liberal as I am, I am much more of a Christian than somebody like Charlie Kirk. Have a listen to this. Can you talk a little bit about that, Darren, and how the narrative then becomes policy, the narrative becomes action? Why is this important? Well, it's important for one central reason, and as we have to remind ourselves what's at stake, the whole reason that the regime is promoting this lie, this false narrative of January 6th, is they're using false. the lie to justify the weaponization of the national security state. What? Domestically, yes. politically, no. against their political enemies. What's at stake here is no. so long as they have this false narrative to point to, it makes You're it nuts. that much easier to throw you in prison for attending the next Trump rally. Mm -hmm. No. It makes no. it that much easier for the FBI to knock on your door for a social media post that's pro-Trump. They say, what is this? This looks like it's getting a little bit too close well, to the- Well, like, like the guy that we're helping out. Um, exactly. What's, what, what's that guy? The guy that we just did a matching deal for. Uh, the scammer. Uh, Douglas Mackey. Yeah, yeah. Douglas Mackey. Literally yeah. facing 10 years in prison for- A meme. I mean, mocking Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. Oh, that's Everything it. Everything that they're trying to do from in that case, trying to codify the disinformation scam into the criminal code to the. What? What kind of a word salad? I mean, this guy is the editor of Revolver News and all he, he speaks in word salads. But here's who they're talking about, folks. Take a look at this. This is who they're talking about. So this is from the Department of Justice website. It's entitled Social Media Influencer Charged with Election Interference Stemming from Voter Disinformation Campaign. Defendant unlawfully used social media to deprive individuals of their right to vote. Now, as you heard Charlie describe it, he was just creating a meme. That's all he was doing. 
why would you prosecute? They're throwing him in prison for trying to throw him in prison for 10 years. Well, the reality is that he unlawfully used social media to deprive individuals of their right to vote. So here's who this guy is. He's from West Palm Beach, my hometown, by the way. His name is Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn, age 31, was charged by criminal complaint in the Eastern District of New York. He was taken into custody this morning in West Palm Beach and made his initial appearance before the U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt of the Southern District of Florida. So here's what he did, folks. In trying to swindle people into thinking that they were voting, but they weren't actually voting. Voting. So here's here's the whole download of what he was doing. For example, it says, on November 1st of 2016, Mackey allegedly tweeted an image that featured an African-American woman standing in front of an African-Americans for the candidate sign, like African-Americans for Hillary Clinton sign. The image included the following text, avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary Clinton to 59925. Vote for Hillary Clinton and be a part of history. The fine print at the bottom of the image stated, must be 18 or older to vote, one vote per person, must be a legal citizen of the United States, voting by text not available in Guam, Puerto Rico, will ask her why, paid for by Hillary Clinton for President 2016. So the tweet included the typed hashtags, go Hillary Clinton, and another slogan frequently used by the candidate on or about before the election day of 2016, and at least 4,900 unique telephone numbers texted Hillary Clinton's name or some derivative of it to the 59925 text number, which was used in multiple deceptive campaign images tweeted by the defendant and his co-conspirators. So it was it was this scammy, sleazy, make people think they're voting by text, but they're not. And by doing that, he prevented 5,000 people basically from voting for Hillary Clinton. So it's, it's not just a meme, Charlie, that he was circulating. I mean, the man is a scammer and deserves to be put away. But this is an example of how they, they, they massage the truth, manipulate the truth as conservative sages, and then spit it out to people who gobble it up. Hmm. Folks, I want to thank you for following me. If you enjoy the content, don't forget to click subscribe. And until next time.